0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 44th episode of Concerned Dabs podcast. I'm your host, Katie M. King. Our guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is Josh Mossberg Galbraith. Hey, everybody. You're with us. All right. He can hear us. I can hear
1: you, man. I'm here. Everything's
0: cool. We're glad to have you back. We had you on our very first episode, dude. Very first
1: one. That's right. That's right. That was fun
0: yeah dude so i'm, I'm 44 very... of them now is that right yeah, 44? yeah yeah man we're closing in on a year bro wow in. if you know That's anybody who wants to do uh any kind of promo for their business tell them to hit us up absolutely like to yeah. to folks. i'm sure so I'm sure there's uh, quite a bit of that needing to be done in the right well now, dude so. yeah man i mean and and it's free you know what i mean it's it's not like we have a huge following but we're getting out there and we're pushing and we're consistently putting out new content every week. So, Perfect, um, man. You guys are doing a great job grinding at it for sure. Yeah, man. The more folks we can get to talk about their job, the the more fun it is to, to keep making it, you know, like I can do episodes by myself. It's like, it's more fun to talk to folks about nugs, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, nugs just... fun. Nugs yeah. are definitely fun. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so yeah man I... go ahead okay so the last time that we talked to you you were working for kaya Shah, and since I then i saw you uh you left that position you're my friend on facebook and i was like no way and i know like, right i was <laughs> like i was like oh man what's he gonna and it's like you did the hemp farm thing man can you talk about leaving that Whoop. job And because that's a leap of faith i was like that's that seemed to me like a pretty good, pretty good position. Oh, huge leap of faith. And you know, you never,
1: you never know if you did the right thing necessarily right away. Right. Sometimes it's always a little bit cloudy, but I mean, yeah, I was kind of in a pretty nice position there with Kaya as the VP of cultivation. I put in about three and a half years, four years uh, building that, that business up pretty well with their, their grow operations. And, Got them kind of in this uh, overseas positioning in uh, Israel and Greece that looks like they're moving with some of the, some of the SOPs and propositions that we wrote up uh, while I was there. So Hi. Hi. I was pretty happy with that. Um, so, you know, anyway, so along comes, you know, the farm bill and, uh, you know, <laughs> the, not, the, yeah, the national legalization <laughs> of hemp and, everybody we we just like oh my gosh here we are and you know we pushed along for something like this. So uh you know, I mean I i kind of got uh entrepreneurial again a little bit uh decided to head out uh in my own direction, you know. Um Kaya shack was really great. I had a great time there. And a little bit of a little bit of gathering it together. I you know, just decided let's let's do this and let's do it in a big way and take the next step uh journey so <clears throat> i decided to scale my <clears throat> my knowledge up into uh, a little larger production and we did that this year in oregon uh, yeah, with a lot dude. of the challenges that came forth
0: it was a very very challenging year yeah still well, kind I, of challenging i heard it was rainy but that, like you were going basically from indoor to outdoor career oh yeah i mean you know i've i've basically been a
1: well, multi, multi-faceted grow. I've grown indoors and outdoors to whatever extent. Yeah. The largest outdoor being about probably, oh, 15,000 square feet of outdoor. Damn. Which, is, which isn't even quite, you know, a half an acre. So yeah, going from that to, you know, 20 acres, whatever we grew this year was pretty, uh, pretty interesting and pretty fun. Uh, yeah. Very challenging, very challenging. Uh, not only in the, with the uh, the scaling of it itself but with the, the climate here in oregon not only the climate of the the weather and the environment but the the climate of hemp itself and cbd and in the industry yeah it's dude. taking a very
0: interesting turn <laughs> itself yeah <laughs> there's a to- there's a couple so. of people that uh that i'm friends with online that they're always like asking if they know anybody who has this relating to CBD and hamper. And and, and it just seems the more I look at those posts, it just seems like the price is just dropping. It is. I mean, it's like every, every week
1: you'll see people
0: posting what they
1: have available or what they're able to uh, process or this and that. And the bottom and dropping out of entire game. I mean, you know, with the release of the barriers to entry with that farm bill, like I say, I mean, basically, was able to get into it with many, many large scale farmers. Yeah, dude. Lots and lots of it's... acres. Yeah, and and with you that, you know, there was no sense of real... It, well, it became a big kind of for quite a lot of them.
0: For a lot of others, quite a... Well, and, and very it seems, it seems to me, and I haven't really seen any numbers on this. I, I just want to ask you—if yeah. my assumption is wrong, call me an asshole. Fuck you, John. It's like <laughs> I don't care. Right, you know, right. I'll right. take it. I'll stand corrected. But sure. it seems like most people are growing it for like CBD oil, correct? Like, is that what I haven't well, seen? I haven't yeah, seen too many people who are like, we're making hempcrete. You can buy a brick well, for a dollar. That's, that's real. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, right. And so this year, especially uh, with the the brand new, with everyone grabbing into it, everyone's thought was, yeah, CBD, uh, oil, or a lot of people were, you know, growing for the flowers and and the oil. So, you know, the smokable flowers became quite a focus for a certain number of them. And ourselves, you know, we separated our tops from the rest of the plant. Yeah, you can buy that shit.
0: You can buy that shit yeah. on Amazon, bro. Like, I Bob know. Or I, joint isn't that amazing? Yeah. Right.
1: And and like a year before that, Amazon would have been like, "What the? F- are you talking about? Right? I mean, they're like you're selling weed on Amazon. A year ago, it meant it. It was the same thing, you know. Or two years ago, it was yeah. just. It's so crazy. It's it's really fun and and it's pretty interesting. So. You know, yeah, 10 years ago, we'd have been going to prison for that amount of, that amount of a field. So, Hell yeah. And now, and now we're, and now we're like setting up contracts and hemp insurance and all this stuff. It's pretty interesting the way it's going. And I just basically see it as the next, the next step to federal legalization of cannabis all the way over.
0: Yeah. Like that's that's why I I'm glad that I have homies who are taking part in it too because it's like yeah. man I wish I could but I I don't have the the resources. It's it's cool to take a stab at it, you know what I mean? But it well, does seem like everybody's everybody's growing it like it's flowing. Well, and that's
1: well, it it became a real gold rush in the sense this year that uh, you know everyone has these starry eyes and these figures in the clouds. Of- you know, millions of dollars in one season, one harvest, uh, you know, getting rich off of, you know, a few acres. And, you know, there's some people that did really well and, and got in exactly the right time and found exactly the right app. But there's a lot that jumped in, uh, lost a lot, too. So, you know, you yeah. kind of both directions. But there is still, I think, a path for even the small guy, you know, with an acre or a few green kind of make a product that would separate itself from the larger scale kind of operation. So, yeah, I do think that, you know, if a guy wanted to mess around with it, it, it wouldn't be a, I wouldn't ever discourage it for sure.
0: No doubt. Say, man. Hey, let's
1: see if I can go and, and put up a greenhouse and put out these flowers that, that are better than anyone, you know, around, because yeah. they're growing, they're growing hundreds of acres and cutting it down with the combine but I'm treating mine like you know the best THC flower that I ever grew, yeah. so I'm able to get that premium per pound still from those connoisseurs or those folks that want that that type yeah. of situation. So yeah. yeah, it's real nice. Yeah,
0: that's tight. Okay, so can I ask uh, just some dumbing questions? You can call me an idiot too. Like, do you, like you seed everything right, and you don't call the males, so there's male and female flowers. Out there.
1: Well, now well the. the See that would be more of your and here's where I kind of forget to get into what you're talking about. You you, you actually into the fiber and I'd like to even expound onto that. So okay. What you're talking about and the kind of the fiber
0: side So fiber guys fiber guys don't so coat nails. Fiber, g- fiber yeah, guys well, don't we're, care? We're,
1: well well okay, so so what What is really needed in the industry is to set up to to service that fiber side of the industry. It's going to happen, you know, it will happen in the next few years, and a lot of the large-scale operations will be so. But, right, this last year, everyone did it for the CBD and for the flour and for the oil. And in that case, uh, we're we're separating males from males and just growing the female flour and growing it like it was cannabis. Oh, damn. Uh, any, anything, because it is, but it's, you know, the genetics are the only difference from a high CBD, low THC, or a low so CBD. So
0: did you run FEM seeds, or did you sex yes. everything before you put it?
1: No, so so we ran uh, FEM seeds, Okay. And, and we had a fairly good genetic. Uh, we did have a few problems with it uh, being a little unstable, so there was aphrodism in the field. Uh, We did a real good job of having our crew trained, so everything got pulled, so we had no seeds. There were some guys that that did, like you say, some of the new guys that haven't really been doing this, um, like we have for years with cannabis, did kind of plant non feminized seeds that they got just hearing, okay, I I can do this. People sold them these seeds and didn't really follow through with, well, here's what you do.
0: Yeah. In so, this like, case,
1: if you were growing for flowers. So we had some large-scale farms that were seeded, and that kind of seed can go into the air and affect other farmers and other people. Yeah, so, that was my next question, to, too. Yeah.
0: Yep. It, it was like, was there, was there pollen from other farms, or did they banana out and her? Like, well, totally? ours ours
1: had about, we, we planted about, okay, I'll t- take a 10-acre, one 10-acre one square uh we planted about this year we planted late, so we planted or this last year. We planted a little more. We planted about thirty five thousand Damn, thirty five thousand plants.
0: Yeah. And Man. we had and we Man. had
1: we ended up having pulled about thirty five hundred roughly that uh, started showing signs of the bananas. So, you know those bananas. It's not yeah. like a full male. It doesn't it doesn't pollinate that much, but it does pollen. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so we pulled those in the field, and we kind of had to run the field the whole time. There's no getting away from that. So if ten percent,
0: ten percent. That's that's pretty good though for thirty-five thousand. I'd say.
1: Yeah, it's still fairly high though. You know, I mean. So you know, we hope to find. Or utilize uh, some other genetics. We've found a few this this year that we are a little more stabilized, um, a little more focused, homogenous.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, <clears throat> being <clears> the <throat> first year this year, there were a few decisions made before I kind of onboarded, and they did grab a genetic that had. And this is a this is going to be real important in, in the industry, like you're saying, with seeds that either herm or have problems. The, the seeds that we got weren't. When I say homogenous, I mean there was a quite of variation in the field
0: as to genetic really? cultivars. Yeah, so so like we smell, had, smell and taste even, or just just well, looks.
1: smell and taste is is great. I I don't mind having that if everything grows the same. But I'm talking about we had some that showed autoflower tendencies at Damn. you know about two feet tall, and then some that grew about seven feet tall, and then as a general, Damn. about half of them were just that. So you know there's there was some problems with some of the genetics we had, and it's 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 part of kind of learning, you know the new who to who to deal with and where. So yeah. we found that we found that we we now suggest anyone going with seed most definitely look at uh, the history of the company as well. Yeah, some of the paperwork that nowadays you can get um you can get they should be providing, anyone providing seeds especially in that quantity should be providing germination rates feminization rates yeah and, uh, some different different studies that have been done by these anyone working with the university has probably got a good seed bank so no
0: doubt good yeah, recommendation man good recommendation cuz that i i yeah. don't know i i the stuff that i've read say that the cbd hemp shit is kind of tough to breed with. Is this just kind of wild in general, like it's tough to... Well, I your... mean,
1: well, well, the thing is, is there's some that's going to be real great to work with, with if working with some established companies. But if we're buying in the dark and going with, like I say, uh, just random companies that happens to have the cheapest seed or this and that, we're probably going to run into problems. So we want to very much do our homework on, on the purchase of those seeds or those genetics. You know, that's the kind of kind of thing where guys like us that have been through it and you know kind of established that and found paths to avoiding that do really good to helping out farm yeah well because
0: that's that's what i appreciate about you too dude is that you uh you openly share knowledge and a lot of yeah, guys yeah. a lot of guys a lot of guys don't and i'm like dude where's the community in that yeah you know yeah. what i mean like what the fuck like that's not cool <laughs> yeah you well, know we... if, you, if you see yeah. me having Isn't an issue old... that you've had before sharing yeah. with me what your remedy was is that's just good fucking being a good human you know like fuck, yeah. right I you had, know and I... I had those one time i used this it fucking crushed it you
1: know I mean? <laughs> yeah well there's always the, there's always, in the cannabis world has been weird as it came up through the dark age or whatever you call You would get a lot of misinformation I was, a few days ago. There would be so much misinformation in the world of learning that uh, because someone would be known as the best and they wouldn't be on them.
0: Oh, your audio is getting a little. Up, like, your like audio, your, your audio is getting a little bit choppy, Josh. Your audio is getting a little bit choppy. Your audio is getting. A little bit getting a, yeah, can you can you leave the call and come back?
1: Do I have to do that?
0: Yeah, on your on your end, just leave the call and come back, and then uh, make sure that your camera is off, so it's not trying to uh, to produce a video feed, and it'll That's just collect called- the audio. that's what okay let me try this one. all right ladies and gentlemen give us one second we had a couple of technical difficulties josh will be right back in one second yo 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 josh can you hear us I see his square. make sure that the the mic icon is on and the the camera icon is on. We can see your oh there he goes again. We wanna get it. Josh. can you hear us? I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. It sounds a little bit better, man. Okay, right, so was it so, bad the whole time? Uh in not the whole time. The the past uh minute and a half, couple minutes it started getting choppy. That's why I didn't mean to interrupt you because you were telling a story, you know what I mean? Right. Uh you were talking about uh coming up and and just uh dealing in the dark and and trying to find good genetics and and I was giving you uh, props for sharing knowledge. You know what I mean? Uh, you know. Sure, I, sure. I, I,
1: uh... Well, it was just—I guess I was just kind of saying it was funny because coming through those times, you would, you know, it would always be that you'd get enough information to make it dangerous, but the guy teaching you always seemed like he had an agenda to keep you from learning as much or being as good. So,
0: yeah, it was
1: kind of interesting. Like you say that, you, know, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I, but nowadays, nowadays, and I always was against that because that, come on, you know, we, we want to be be, but now, especially as we're coming to having, really as trying as possible revive
0: Shit, it's good, it's good, be good. It's getting choppy again, Josh. Could you could you just uh talk talk louder, I guess, into the mic? I don't know, man. Like it's a... Alright, I uh, forgive me. Uh no, it's all good, bro. I I uh I dig your stories and I dig what you're saying. I just want the audio to be good for everyone else, you know, when they listen to it. Your uh your experience is invaluable, dude. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, are, you, are you able to hear me now again or
0: yeah yeah we can hear you now okay perfect i'm not sure what's going on because i haven't changed <laughs> yeah it's all good dude it's all good so uh you said like 10 percent. you had to pull that that were herman out you have a, a a new breeder that you're working with for this year yeah, we've got actually a couple,
1: a couple that we've kind of vetted over. And, uh, you know, of course, learned a few hard lessons uh, as far as being very careful with who you work with. But that's that's really important, and that experience is valuable. You don't yeah. repeat yourself. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and and like I say, I'm glad to help with, uh, with any farms that think they're needing a little bit of assistance in the department. Well, who do I trust, and why? What am I looking for when I'm buying, especially when i I mean, we're talking about purchases of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, tons seeds, seeds alone. Of tons, yeah, tons, tons, tons alone. And when you do that, and you <laughs> have it at the mercy of whoever sold them to you. Relation, and and we learned, uh, and we and we gathered a few really trusted uh, safe I feel that's that's good resources man. genetic resources for you uh, not only not only that factor but there's you know you want to have genetics that are meant for the area that they're in that have raised if you're if you're growing in say Atlanta Georgia or something there it's a lot different than Kansas City, Missouri, or Portland, Oregon, you're going to have different different environmental factors, and you can't basically just say one strain cultivar would be for all that. Selecting genetics is huge.
0: No doubt. Very important. Yeah. No doubt. So, uh, Josh. Is it okay with you? I just texted you the the call in number if you just want to do a regular call in from your phone line. Is that okay with you since we just have audio any? Anyway? Sure, if it's not working very well on this one, let's do that. yeah, it's just going a little bit robotic at uh the, the beginning of your sentences, and so it's um all right next it, time, I'll just... try to
1: go down near the office, I think, about ten miles from
0: Oh yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good um. Uh, We'll just give you uh, like 10, 20 seconds, man. You can just leave this call and just call that 208 number that I just texted. All right. All right. Thanks, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we just want to make sure the audio is correct. The uh, It didn't seem like the, the upload speed was fast enough on that Wi-Fi. So we can just do a call in. Everything should be legit, and we can finish the interview in stellar fashion right here on Concerned Dabs Podcast. Um, shout out to my guys in production for being so flexible with the uh, with the change in formatting for the live stream. Uh, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry, those are my guys, and uh, thanks for being adaptable on the fly when we're in the middle of the interview. There he goes right there. you guys get
1: Call from, from Josh. To accept, press 1.
0: Josh, can you hear us now? Yes, I can. How am I doing now? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that right, better at man, all? Man, wait. Yeah, all good, man. All good. Okay. Uh, so um, can you like it you you took the leap of faith into uh hemp farm what what are some of the issues besides herming that you dealt with like like the weather i'm sure you said you planted late so i'm sure it rained like a bitch in september like it always does oh and yeah i keep, mean uh, Herman, Her-
1: herming, is, herming is uh yeah so we did we did with uh we dealt with quite a, a number of factors that are really important and really you know valuable lessons um, we feel we can help uh, you know other people not make if, as long as they're willing to listen and reach out but you know because we've kind of offered a little bit of consulting in some of our other platforms but you know also I'm glad to help answer questions from folks that are just up and coming that may not have necessarily consultation resources um, but uh well, 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 we learned a lot of things, man. And time, you got to, one of the most important things is you got to have time. You got to plan for things. Um, you got to, yeah. you know, you really do. You got to, you got to lay your ducks out in a row and you got to kind of go by a plan. Now you got to realize that plans are also, you know, you're dealing with nature and this and that, but, uh, yeah. you know, shooting from the hip, yeah. shooting from the hip when you're on a large scale can be very costly and uh, you end yes. up learning lessons along the way and in, in in a lot of this industry this year i mean we all kind of did that we all said okay we're going to go real big here and so you know we're used to a certain type of situation when you're harvesting right you know okay we got this this that we're always using and we have this amount of space and, and we drive it yeah. up so, you know one of the, one of the big things was having space when you pull yeah. your your harvest yeah to hang everything you know if you don't yeah, have
0: man. and if
1: you think you have if you think you have enough space you probably should double that you know probably yeah. at least <laughs> and we learned that the hard way because you know we ended up spilling all, and i was fortunate that the the where i was growing was connected directly to a mill um it was owned by the same folks mm-hmm. and so so what we did was we utilized all these kilns and all these tunnels and you know, we just kind of had to improvise, like you say, along the way. Um, but uh, so we would cover about three of these kilns in foam or something, you know, this stuff. And Damn. then they would be able to hang dry in it. But, but well, you know, we had a huge building that we actually enclosed and put up uh, a style of
0: hanging, you know, with did, the deer. Did you use the hang chains, the hanging chains, like plants, plants well, we on used, chains from the we, ceiling? We,
1: we hung and this is about a probably twenty five twenty five foot high ceiling, you know the say the cattle fencing or the deer fencing, whatever you call that metal the the fencing that you put around your field so yeah, we yeah, hung yeah. that from the yeah, we hung that from the field and about, the building was i think it's about sixty by a hundred by thirty foot high, so it was a fairly large building or twenty five foot high excuse me, but uh pretty large building and we filled it with, with hanging situations. We end up filling that whole thing and still having to use, you know, other, other buildings in the mill to hang stuff in. So pretty yeah. awesome. Was, you know, but so, you know, you look at a field and you think you got, you got it. You go, okay, I'm, I think I better double it. That's, yeah. that's a funny, that's a funny, that's kind of a funny rule of thumb, but you know, what it is, is it's just, you got a plan and, these fields yeah. right now. I mean, you know, a thousand acres people have and they a lot of people in Oregon I saw left their stuff on the field because they had no plan. And they just I mean, it's really you've heard of a lot yeah. of the tragedy and the horror stories of that, but I saw yeah. whole crops rot, saw, you know.
0: I saw yeah. I saw a few posts like that on IG where people were driving on a highway and video and it's like a whole yeah. field of hemp that didn't get harvested moldy brown and black and gray just fucking yes yes fucking bummer
1: i I see that i see that you know driving up and down uh 99 and i5 in this area we saw some fields this year that i was really impressed with i was like my god these guys have you know hundreds of acres of just really nice um uniform looking it looked like they whatever seeds or genetics they had were really stable and then at the end we saw them rot, and it was just heartbreaking. And wondering, you know, all these people knew how to plant, but they didn't have any nowhere to go after that. And that yeah, was very man. common. So that's you know, and I even I saw some fields actually get pulled and and harvested, and then laid in big piles, and then those those piles rotted. So it was very weird and very you know very heartbreaking in a lot of ways it's for a lot of guys, and you know probably. You know, spent their whole <laughs> everything on that. And,
0: yeah, you know, so, dude. But
1: along along that, I mean, that's kind of what I was saying about the gold rush. Is you know, it's it's <laughs> it was really a funny and interesting year. So, you know, taking that leap of faith for me has been also very. It's been well. I,
0: why don't I say exciting? <laughs> well dude that's yeah that scramble reason, you know? when the when the weather yeah. when the weather is shitty and you're scrambling bro oh, fuck that's yeah there's no nothing else matters you know yeah. what i mean everybody yeah. thinks you're a fucking asshole yeah. everybody's like damn yeah. man don't talk to him he's a fucking you know it's like right. man i'm sorry i'm <laughs> fucking stressed out man you know right right they, they just right. Uh, yeah, yeah the other I, thing I, that's the other thing yeah when
1: that weather turns man i mean it turns, and you're you're not dealing with you know a room full of plants anymore. You're dealing with a, a whole life yeah and in, in a certain you know
0: you know or even just ten or ten or twenty plants. That's not the same thing. It's like this is tons, man. We can literally yeah. lose tons, and you know what I mean. Like we got to scramble, we got to hurry. The tons. fuck, up. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And so that's the other thing. Is the other thing is to make sure you have a crew and you can you can afford to. You know, pay for a crew if you're on a large scale because you know but, yeah, finding dude, finding the males. If you don't find the males, you're gonna have seeds, and you know it's it's just basically that. And if you don't find the molds, your 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 field's gonna rot. You know, so the, the guys that you have on your crew are really important to have on your crew, and they got to be no able to doubt. cover that field in that amount of time, <laughs> right? So no we were no also fortunate. Yeah, we were also fortunate with us that we were attached to the mill, basically. I mean, in the back 40, it was what you want to call it, but we had mill employees that were pretty dedicated to the company. And when it came time yeah. to uh, that, that crunch time, when we said, oh boy, the weather's really turning, we were able to reassign some of those guys out to the field. So we got a lot of work done um, where That's we tough, saw some man. of our friends. Yeah, you know. And so, it, you know. It, Well, that's also in learning, you know, it's like, boy, if we didn't have that, we'd have really been in trouble because at that point, you know, the labor in the area was probably all used up by other fields, the guys that could pay for it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So it was really hard to
1: find, it was really hard to find labor at that point in time. So, you know, get your labor laid out ahead of time, you know, know who you're going to (laughs) use.
0: Yeah. That's huge. I, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Cause every every yeah. year I was an outdoor guy. Every year I had like five solid people. I knew they couldn't right. come through for the whole time, but when they could come yeah. through, they'd crush. And and they they didn't want cash. They just wanted nugs. So it was just like, right. yeah. So I, I that's, I, all, I, that's I even better. I <laughs> that's yeah, even better yeah,
1: nowadays nowadays farm labor isn't what the old thought of it was and. It's a oh, good thing man, in a way. I mean, man. guys are getting guys are getting paid a lot better nowadays, and and they should. You know, they're they're doing good work. You know, but you got to plan for that. You got to be able to to keep those guys. I mean, you had five guys,
0: and what was your what was your scale? You know, uh, and so and so for like for like a hundred plants. You know what I mean? Right, uh, exactly. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Think so, about multiplying that hundred by three hundred, yeah. and then you're
0: like. Oh yeah, boy! Yeah. So, so the guys dude, really end up yeah. together. You know that's, what I mean? I'm I mean so. to, yeah, scaling up, man. <laughs> like that's why I'm glad to I'm glad to ask you these questions because you're you're yeah. like uh I've I've asked other people from hemp farms to come on the show and they sure. they haven't and so I I really appreciate yeah. you sharing this with me, dude. It's uh oh yeah for sure dude, it, I there's, like, a lot, you know, there's a lot there's a lot
1: to learn. Yeah,
0: man. Lots of be shared, you know. Yeah, and then uh, so like, how many people do you like? I I just I don't see anybody online who's like, give give me your stocks and I'll turn them into paper or give so give me your, I'm glad, your, your. Yes,
1: you, let's, let's. I'm glad you're going back to that. I'm glad you're going yeah. back to that because there was so much of that uh, produced this year that that you're right, I mean, like even ourselves, we didn't have and we didn't have any any outlet for them things uh yeah. the shipping of them would and so they basically went and went out back and turned to compost, you know what I mean, they went back to the earth, yeah. which is okay, you know that's yeah. fine but there's but but think of it industry wide, where half the weight of a lot of these plants got stripped off or you know just chewed yeah. up. And, and sent out back where if and this is very important um because all that stuff is some of the most useful um most useful raw material there is in its in its form. I mean you're right, hemp yeah. feet, you know, is is amazing and it's basically them stalks ground up with a little bit of, you know, I think it's lye or lime. I am not the expert yeah. on that stuff and yeah. water. But uh, yeah you know and Maybe it's basically a little bit of lash hundreds
0: of years. Yeah, a
1: little bit of charcoal and, uh, or something like that. Well, anyway, and it lasts hundreds of years. I mean, that you can go online and Google hempcrete. They're starting to show it at all the expos now. Um, but uh, yeah. no one's... There's one. There's one guy that comes around to the expos, but you know, with that, there's so much room because that stuff lasts longer than concrete. It actually has a. You know, it's cheaper. Um, once you get oh, yeah. into the into the large scale production and and no one's no one's set up in the industry yet doing this. I mean very few people and a lot of it is transportation. Um, once you get you know having to ship these stocks around, it becomes a lot less cost effective yeah. so, you know, well, the so yeah. the idea, the, so idea someone... being, the idea being that someone with the right sense and the right business structure would come in and say, "Wow, okay, either we're a mobile." We're a mobile production unit where we drive around to these fields. <laughs> I'm giving out my giving out my ideas, man. No, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. No, dude, so like, I appreciate but it, man. Like, the vision no, is
0: appreciated.
1: It's got to happen. It's got to happen. And anyway, so if a guy were to have a, you know, a service where he went around to each one of these fields and chopped up their stuff, he could basically get it for next to nothing or free, doing it as a service, taking it away from folks but you know you want to actually set in a certain sense makes more sense that everyone wins you know and everyone profits a bit so in large scales you know thousands of acres there's a lot of that to be to be done so you know basically setting uh, up either setting up shop nearby to process that stuff into into usable you know fiber material or so setting up locally to the farms is going to be really important so that the shipping routes don't have to be huge to process yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: Well cuz that's you you work you work with the mill too and in in my head um yes. Farming farming yeah. hemp labor labor and technology wise would still be cheaper than harvesting logs in a fucking forest, you know what I mean? Logs. Right,
1: right, because, because uh, logs take so much longer to grow you know they're a huge they're a huge natural resource to our our environment that hemp you know you grow in one field thousand acres in a year even if you just had one harvest in a year and a thousand acres you've got quite a bit of usable material you know hemp wood is becoming you know look at hemp wood is there's a company making some really nice you know foreign panels out of hemp and stuff like that well so,
0: dude yeah like part of particle board it's like i feel like the yeah, mill yeah. it's like yo can you come up come up yeah. with the right you know polymer mix and it's like let's, let's well this is where i'm at you know it. and that's right
1: and this is where i'm at with the mill that i'm that i'm working with is like trying to convince them to set up for that I, I'm, you know they're 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 still their minds still in growing that field for flour, but in reality, as a mill, we're way more equipped to set up locally Hell to yeah. service all these other guys. Yeah. Hell yeah,
0: so, man! Yeah. And even, that's longevity. Making pull, that's longevity. Pull for paper. You know? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Paper. Pulp for paper. Paper's gonna pull be for paper is going to be huge. Yes. Paper is huge. I would spend I would spend like twenty or thirty dollars for a notebook, you know, that's college ruled or whatever, to write songs. in. Just because it's made out of hemp, you know what I mean, and especially if it said made from hemp from Oregon, I would be like, "Fuck it. you!" <laughs> oh, yeah, like, ha, ha, like, yeah, man. Ch- and I'd love, and, and I'd love thought.
1: to be able to do it so that it wasn't that much money, so that it was comparable with real paper, or not real paper, but tree paper. That yeah. way, there wouldn't it wouldn't have to be the niche. Maybe it started out as the niche, but it into yeah, in where it, it was direct it competition.
0: Yeah, you know, dude. that's Take what paper I'm off saying. the like, table. It, It it sucks that everything got, got so flooded. So it's like, we got enough farmers. We need more processors. You know what I mean? Cause that that can make everybody else more money. Cause dude, serious. Cause like a regular legal ruled (laughs) fucking notebook costs three or $4. I would, I would spend 10 times as much for hemp, but it's like afterwards companies would other, other mills would, they would, they would see those guys are crushing it. We need to fucking make that same shit. You know what I mean? And And then the price would dip, sure. and it would get more flooded. But, dude, everything would even out. And it there's enough CBD oil, you know what I mean, like for everyone yeah. in the fucking world, yeah. I feel like, after this yep. year. No? Like, well, and you with that, that distillate, these, uh, everybody's selling <laughs> it cheap online. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. You could make a yeah, so really you, make you for the dirt. It really bro. has. Like, so, so then can, it comes you to you know it? finding the
1: niche in that market, you know, and uh, in getting that the, that market out to the to the masses, right? I mean, what happens after we grill this, or we? Why are we planting? That's a big thing. Why are we? Why are we planting? You know, a hundred acres of of what we're calling hemp this year. You know, do we have a reason, or are we just doing because we think we're going to make a bunch of money, or do we yeah. have a nation strategy? Do we have? Do we have the field sold? Do we have? Do we have an yeah. aftermarket or uh, do we have a user end user product that we can get out there that people will really buy? Because, you know, if we're just growing fields, huge amounts of hemp flower in the outdoors, well, then we're going to have huge amounts of it uh, back in our in our, in our in our inventory that, that now is yeah. uh, we've now grown a perishable. Right, we've now grown a perishable item that 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 we may have grown way more than we thought we had, and we have no way to cure it. I'm I'm generalizing here, you know, it all makes sense, uh, You know, it's an industry we've grown we've grown way more than we normally cure. So now we've got it in a situation where it's going to degrade a little more, maybe faster. We've got super sacks, and we've got you know warehouses uh, and warehouse racks full of these. These items across the country um flour and biomass being the two main things and then and then we've got uh quite a bit of oil being processed like you say out of this yeah. and then where does it so go from there it, you know where's it go from there well we're seeing lotions we're seeing i mean you're seeing all the cbd products and there's a huge amount of them right? yeah so, so, that's you know, man that's, that, that's yeah kind of what-
0: segue into the into the kiosk bro like but, but before well, you Absolutely, right. So, like, I, I, uh, so then how, I want to tell my, yeah. I want to tell my story first, about I'm down here in Phoenix. My, my neighbor owns the the convenience store at my apartment, so like we hang All out right. and we smoke sometimes. And he, sure. I Like he has he has pipes under the counter, right? Like little little China sure. glass pipe. I I went in there and I was sure. like, bro, my my bonk stem broke, and I I show it to him, and I was like, do you have any <laughs> shit like this, or do you have access? He's like, come to the store with me. So I went to the the, the retailer supplier store and fuck dude. Sure. There was I, I, I wish I brought a hundred dollars for backwoods because they were so fucking cheap, <laughs> dude, for a case. I was just like, God damn yeah. man. And I brought like I brought 20 bucks because all I needed was some bong stems, you know what I mean? So I'm like, but like, looking around that store, dude, they had a whole wall that was like twenty feet by forty feet that was all C B D products. Like gummies, wow. like right. like every like every like all kind of different brands, wow. all different kind of names, right. packaging, different milligrams, and that. And it was like you could yeah. you could buy them for the dirt and sell them in your store, whatever kind of store you had. You know what I mean? So it absolutely, just, uh,
1: absolutely. And now it's and that's I mean that's great. I mean that's a cannabis product on the shelves yeah. nationwide. So, and <clears throat> really. Once you get into that, there's no – there's, well, it's still being being formulated, but there's, you know, the ability to sell that basically nationwide. I mean, they, they can't really deny that you can sell that in a grocery store now or anywhere. So, yeah. you know, and, and, you, and, and there, you're starting to see a whole big interest from the public. I mean, it's projected – CBD, what was it last year? I mean, $7 billion, Seven billion dollar industry. I don't even know the figures off the top of my head. I could click here on the on the internet, but you know, it's supposed to be a twenty-two billion dollar industry by twenty twenty two. I mean that's huge, mm. man. I mean that's a huge, a huge market that's still wide open for, for folks to, you know, come in there and find their way through it. You know, maybe the big yeah. get rich schemes, you know, in, in the early on, maybe not the well, I, let me rephrase that getting rich off the initial you know, field, that's, that's, that's kind of happened. But, but now the thing is the industry is wide open for players to come in and, you know, make a niche for themselves and, and stand out a little bit. And uh, yeah. and so with that is, it comes elegant packaging of products and focus and direction and marketing on where those products go, you know, and, and who sees them and then and, and how they see them and, and why. And so, and so with that uh you know and as we we kind of had the title of the show today uh, the yeah. automation in retail uh retail where where we uh kind of have partnered with a uh, manufacturer of some uh, they were uh they were doing a lot of video kiosks and they had a whole uh, line in mexico that kind of was competing with redbox and they they took the redbox market down in mexico well they kind of saw this early on too, uh, wow. Okay. We've got this ability and this, uh, this, this way to get and for people to see us and get ourselves into all these locations. What can we do with that? And how, how can we, how can we, you know, service this up and coming industry? And they said, well, I mean, CBD products are generally certain size and, you know, Mm -hmm. they have a certain, you know, appeal and, and also, you know, there's a, certain, there's a certain dollar value attached to them that's a little bit higher than a lot of things on the shelf. So, so they said, well, we could take these, these kiosks and make them, customize them for, you know, holding CBD type products. And, and not only could they hold the products, but we have these, you know, interactive ability to, to educate. You know, there's screens on these things that are, you know, fully customizable to whatever is being done. Whatever is being added inventory-wise, um, they really draw in people. I mean, you know, you have it, and it's and it's flashing, and, you know, these screens with you know all this product information, elegantly Look placed crap. items, item items placed in these kiosks based on where the kiosks are placed, not just randomly throwing stuff around. So, I mean, with the fact that there is, you know, like you say, there's a huge wall of CBD products, and there's there's a vast yeah. range of you know, you place a kiosk in a in a health or a fitness, you know, establishment, you know, or Planet Fitness or whatever you want to say, you're going to have a certain, yeah. you know, you're going to have lotions and creams and, and all the CBD products that kind of appeal to the sporting guys, uh, for the sporting gals, yeah. the sporting world.
0: Where yeah, if you Yeah, gummies, you know, down gummies in, for the girls. Girls dig the gummies. And
1: gummies, you know, gummies and this and that, whereas if you place one of these things down at, on Fremont Street in Las Vegas, which, uh, you know, then you're going to have it full of, you know, kind of pre-rolls or <laughs> different things, you know, also gummies, but, you, you know, you'll be appealing to the area. We place them according to what's there. You place them in a bar, you know, they're going to have, yeah. you know, CBD pre rolls because people are going to want to kind of engage in that. Well, but uh, there's well, all dude, sorts of different d- different abilities to place different products. You know, mostly our focus is in the health and fitness uh, focus right now. Is you know, uh, there's a lot of a lot of people buying it for their their body and their body pains well, and dude, their body.
0: Yeah, I man, yeah. I think that if you if you can source those products from your farm and have the retail yes. kiosk set up like you'll fucking be winning dude because like when people yeah, ask that, me about yeah CBD that kind of ties products, in together right yeah right? dude you, vertically. you my vision I mean, there i, I mean you it can and, kind of it, share it. and not only look. that
1: not only that yeah. not only my farm because we're going to produce whatever we produce from my farm but from this network of of people and, and companies that I've gathered over my, my experience to where I really, I really back what they're doing. And so not only would it be my farm, but it would be, you know, and it would be structured by location of the kiosk, but also yeah. from my network or this network that we've created of people that we really stand behind their product. And we'd like to see that push to yeah. the next level. So yes, yes, we we, we could put, you know, like it, we could put Coke in a Coke machine, but that's not really what we're doing.
0: We'd no. rather put, you
1: know, your local, your local microbrewed Coke in that machine yeah. where the same people, you know, and then and well, that it's- would really—it's kind of a circular, you know, um, a circular kind of event there where you're either not only placing, you know, products, but you're you're kind of helping to, you know,
0: well. Help to help, I guess. Yeah, Interesting yeah, way to man. look at it, but. yeah, so, spiral yeah. out. But like that's that's the thing I wanted to add was that when people they're like, you know, a lot about weed, like what's up with all the CBD shit? What should I buy? And know, right. my question to the people selling it to me would be like, where was this CBD sourced? You know what I mean? And if they can't answer sure. that question, then I really wouldn't trust it. You know what I mean? It's like right. You don't. Right. You don't know. Like, we, what do you mean? Like, it doesn't say on the package. If it doesn't say right. on the package, then what the fuck am I supposed to trust here? Like, it, well, there could we're, be we're no one of these. CBD in here at all.
1: And that's what's kind of interesting about your kiosks, also, is that you know, okay, it's kind of you say, oh, it's kind of, you know, it's a it's a robot or it's a machine that I'm kind of, but but it's programmed to kind of take that place and and give you any information. So not only will we have that product, but we'll have every product will have its own story and its own background, and it's all projected through those interactive, you know, those those screens in that kiosk where there's touch screens, and you know we could go as deep as can
0: yeah, because that's yeah. that's one thing I didn't see on that wall of products was uh, <laughs> there was no. I looked at like ten of them. I was like, oh my god. And my homie was like. Wait you trying to buy that shit i was like no i just want to look at the packaging you know what i mean right because maybe that's from china
1: maybe that's from india maybe that's from who knows right
0: but there's no
1: that really gives that back but you go you go to one of these kiosks and you say okay i'll pick this this flower or this whatever i'm putting in my body or on my body (laughs) right and you'll trace it all the way back through, through blockchain uh, to, you could trace it, we could even set it up to trace it all the way back to its source, you know, or you know, you know that's a lot, that's pretty in deep for people but as long as they can hear a backstory and see um, sees that it's you know, not well, dude, a generic and, gas and, station and that way you can and, and go and into the gas stations and separate yourself from the gas station brands and say look at my and, and, and it's so, like so, even know, if you, put you one could of the
0: Kia, like, there's live footage of the field one week before yeah. harvest it's like you know yeah. what i mean and yeah. and, and, and you right. can see that on the kiosk there's there's 20 or yeah. 30 seconds of that sh- and then there's sure. 20 or 30 yeah. seconds of the harvest you know what i mean you could edit Absolutely. content to just be like yo this-, and it's from yeah. this place because because that's Toy. the thing the thing i love about five guys bro like their burgers are fire but every time i go in there it says where yeah. the potatoes that they're making their french fries from were grown and what the farm name is and what town and and it's usually pasco washington and i'm like fuck. i I went to school in kennewick for a semester in high school my auntie lived there. that's great i i uh i got famine hermiston but but i love that about their restaurant is they say where this product was sourced from and you can you can look that farm up and it's not they don't usually have an ig or anything but it's like they have a a business listing in that county that's like no it's a legit farm that's where it came from if you know i'm sure you could call them if you wanted to buy potatoes
1: right well that's great that's that's awesome and so so
0: sourcing the like doing that with cbd products bro i think that would be the shit dude like
1: it's it's great i think it's an amazing opportunity you know and uh I just think that it's, now is about the right time that this starts happening, you know. This, this thing, I mean, I I think this CBD thing is, is going to be a good path for those that want to have a good wherewithal, you know, create a good little, you know, niche for themselves, find a good environment that uh, you can grow, and, you know, don't give up for sure. I mean,
0: you know, it's a hard yeah. year, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> No doubt, man. No doubt. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, shit, dude. We still got like five minutes. If you want to go over, that's cool. Like, what? What else do you want to talk about, man? Like, that's. I well, feel I'm, like that's a good I, message because I'm I'm moving to Spokane in like three weeks, bro. I'm throwing oh, a nice, ten up nice. in the garage at my girl's house and just well, be what happy. What I can going say along.
1: is, what I can say is, if we want you know, we could re- recruit folks, uh, in the, uh, audience, you know, if folks want to make a few bucks and help us place some of these, uh, these, uh, these kiosks, man, there's opportunities nationwide to place these things. And there's, you know, we, we get people signed up and, uh, you know, potentially placing these things around the country, then we could maybe have a, a pretty good outreach. So, you know, if folks are interested, there's, there's always that possibility they could get on the team and, Let's let's talk about that a little bit. You know, I mean, what yeah. what's going on? We're, you know, up in Washington. You know, I'm sure there's a, yeah,
0: a million I'll, places. I'll, that, you know. I'll, I'll hit. I'll 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 holler at you, bro. I'll, I'll make some moves. Yeah, there you go. because I'm I'm gonna just transfer work for Lyft and drive people around. But I, I still want to be right. cannabis involved. It's uh, right like dude it it is it just sounds like a winner and then eventually in the future too even just for regular cannabis um i understand now yeah. it's 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 a new market and people when they go to a retail location they want information about the product but like most of the time i like hearing the bud tender spiel because i've been a bud tender and i, sure. I dig salesmanship sure. there's an art to it you know but most absolutely of, I know what the fuck I want, and I'd rather not have to deal with the the time involved well, and here here
1: you go with you, another with these, here's another yeah here's another didn't mean to interrupt you here's another good uh, idea when placing these kiosks is in these dispensaries um you know and most most of the focus on the bud tenders education is on the THC side of things, and yes. most of the most of the sales are directed at that now. You want to create a little bit of a of a sales draw with uh, CBD, but not have to devote the bud tender energy. You put one of these kiosks yes. inside your dispensary. These things are customizable. I mean, in the uh, yeah. you know, you can put your dispensary name on the side of the the wrap. It doesn't, you know, the wrap is just a wrap. It's fully
0: fully yeah, white yeah, labelable, dude.
1: you know, uh, inside and out. So, but. With that, you know, you can fill it with your CBD products and your products that, that you know, people just know what the fuck they want, like you're saying. Yeah, they come in there because they don't wanna they yeah. don't they don't wanna engage they don't need to engage the bud tender, you know, and they you They're have good. a flow right They're to that good. machine and that's why the bud tenders do their thing over here. So well, cause you know?
0: there's, there, uh, especially with, with rec, no matter which state I go to, there's always a, you know what I mean? And, and the line yeah. is to sit there yeah. and talk to someone and ask them questions and, and it fucking takes forever. So it's like, if you well, and these, uh, these uh, things, uh, uh, another, sure that, another option. Yeah besides that line to just go to this machine and touch the fucking screen yeah. and grab what the fuck you want and put your fucking cash in These things have uh these
1: things have full age verification but... in them in them as well. So you know yeah. it's uh it's uh you know, you have to enter your ID and uh it's yeah, I, I think it also prevents theft. I mean, bro, these things are amazing, so <laughs> I, I will have to get off at nine. Um <laughs> but let's just leave oh, it yeah, at
0: that's cool. that uh yep go ahead sorry no no it's cool dude like uh finish what you're, it prevents theft too because like that's another thing is uh employee theft is a fucking real thing at a retail place yeah. You know what i mean it, yep. it's oh you, yeah you're, well, hi- you're, hiring, you're hiring it's not your homie that you grew up with it's someone that you hired off of craigslist or indeed you know what i mean so <laughs>
1: right for it, sure it, it, Well, these things prevent employee theft. They prevent theft from any outside. I don't know if you've gone into like Kroger or Fred Myers and seen their little uh, displays. They have of CBD products where they have thousands of dollars of product in a little area. um, And some of it's locked up. Some of it's not. And, you know, you see it kind of like spread out and scattered and no real information about it. It's just on the shelf. You got a, you know, $50 lotion. that's sitting there on the shelf with no real explanation as to why it should be $50 yeah. or
0: where it's from. You
1: know. So, you know, and in that case, you know, you're, it's inviting theft. Uh, I've seen I've seen some areas in the Fred Meyer stores up here that have this little cardboard display with thousands of dollars of CBD products on them. And you're going, I know someone's talking in some of that. You know, I know someone's
0: yeah.
1: walking by and seeing that price tag and going, well, I'm going to take that because it's a $70. <laughs> Product, you know, well, this I mean, you can't do that with this machine. That's like trying to steal a movie from the red box or something. I mean, how are you going to do it? You have to yeah. have to enter your credit card or whatever and get the thing out of there. So, no <laughs> so these things will verify yeah. your, you know, your your age. They won't allow theft. Um, they'll draw in, you know, the, the the public just walking by. Put a couple of them in an airport, you know, or, or in a bus mall in you know, a bus station. You know, wrapped with your dispensary yeah. name, so on you know, you know, whatever your dispensary mm-hmm. name is, CBD well, flower and it, product, and then directing you know, them to your location, your your yeah. your you know, brick and mortar location. Say, you know, and
0: and so just <laughs> it's kind of picture like like all you, if you had a brick and mortar location, you would just need a front desk person, and that you know what or I mean? that, and yeah. it's like what, well, <laughs> and whatever yeah. you just uh, and, and then a restock person at night once business is closed sure. whatever, whatever sure. was sold out of the machines a person comes in at night and restocks it and then we have the sure. well
1: and, to... and these things give a full inventory to the uh to the app it's uh, it's called kiosk uh, app or kiosk canopy anyway every five seconds it's given a readout of the rfid and, the, and of our of the uh the inventory that's in there so you know real time when it needs to be loaded as well. No. So. Doubt.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. See that's tight, Josh. <laughs> I uh I am glad you're you know, it and it didn't sound like a sales spiel really. It's like I, I'm generally interested and in it's it, it's dope to hear uh these stories. Sure, for sure, for well, sure. I'd love and to do I'd I, love I,
1: to talk more about it and all that, you know, and give you some info. Yeah, yeah, you
0: know, same dude. I, uh I, yeah, Anyone across the country up. is
1: willing to shoot you questions or shoot me questions. We can share my email if you'd like. Josh yeah, at Cannabros
0: Distro. Out there. Josh J O S H at Cannabros Distro. That's C A N N A B R O S D I S T R O dot com.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And my website's about to go live uh, a couple more days. Of course, I'm not a web designer. <laughs> we'll, we'll yeah, have the Cannabros website up. It's kind of rough right now, but we got a couple guys with some ideas working on it to to get it a little more sparkly and shiny. No
0: doubt. <laughs> but, uh, no yeah, doubt. man,
1: I, I really appreciate you having me on there, Katie. And, uh, man, we'll, we'll do it again really soon. Let's not wait a year this time, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt, dude. Like, that's... Uh... I know it's going to get busy for you, but it would be cool to hit you up, like, uh, uh, around, you know, May or June or something, right, when you're anytime, about to climb. Anytime. You,
1: you, you don't yeah. have to wait that long if you don't want. If you got a need or a slot open, yeah. man, call me up, yeah. I've got a lot more to Because even,
0: yeah, even if it's just your opinion on a certain shit that's trending, you know sure. what I mean, like, sure. oh, absolutely. God, they're making everything illegal again, like, you know, like, can't you? It, uh, right. I I dig I dig talking to you about Ganj in general, bro. So it's and likewise, likewise, man, for sure. So just
1: kind I of having you in the you. same city.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. I'll be in Spokane, and uh, I I got a uh, a child in Portland, so I'll be out there hopefully once a month, dude. So hopefully we can link up. Well, let me uh, know.
1: Let me know when you're in Portland, area. I'll make a trip up for a couple hours south now, but I'll definitely come see you. Or you yeah, no the
0: way. Yeah, I, I I plan to, cause I got other homies I want to link with in Eugene and stuff too. So. Okay, I, I well will. for sure we'll see you here then.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah. man, yes, that sounds great. I really appreciate okay. you guys having me on tonight, man. And you know, don't wait so long next time to ask me again. Oh, I think I missed the last one, didn't I?
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you're you're busy at the we time. We didn't even get to it's that. all good yeah it's all good man we uh i appreciate you coming on again man so we'll we'll, we'll hit you up in a few sure. months and have you back ask you what you're working on and I'll, I'll definitely hit you up uh off the air for uh some of that cbd kiosk action bro for real absolutely we will do man we'll be we'll be in touch okay cool so i'm gonna go Better ahead and do my real. outro i'm yeah, you too. I'm going to do my outro dance. Ladies and gentlemen, this was the 44th episode of Concerned Dabs podcast. I was your host, KDM Kane. Our guest tonight was Josh Mossberg-Galbraith from Cannabose Distro. Uh, he's got that CBD kiosk yeah. action. Holler at him, uh, Josh, at Duck. I got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Cur- This has been a main node and Joseph Street Enterprise production.